Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. In the height of winter, the Weiming Lake Ice Rink on the campus of Peking University is open to all skating enthusiasts. Come spring, the cherry blossoms of Wuhan University attract hundreds of thousands of visitors, both locally and from across the country. There's a lot of pros and cons for universities to open their campuses to the general public, and there really isn't a right or wrong answer to the question: Should university campuses stay open? Hello, I'm Lai Ming, and this is Roundtable. Today, with my colleague Niu Hongling and our guest Steve Hatherley, we will see why we are having that discussion again about open campus. Welcome, Steve, to the show again. Thank you so much for having me back. It feels like it's been, oh、uh, gosh, I don't know, a good <laughs> few months since I was here the last time. I thought you forgot about me. No,、uh, no always, way. Yeah, we always remember you. I mean, in fact, you are always at the back of my mind, if not、uh, at the <laughs> forefront. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. No,、uh-huh. honestly, thank you for having me back. I'm really looking forward to the show today.、Mm-hmm. So it's winter time, both in China and in South Korea. Well, are people up for winter sports where you live right now?、Uh, where I live in Busan, in the southern part of the country, it's still cold, but it's a little bit warmer than you'd find in, say. Seoul or northeastern side of the country, but one of the interesting things about Busan is it doesn't really snow here ever. The city's surrounded by、uh, mountain ranges, which I don't know how.、Uh, I'm not a meteorologist, but it somehow deflects any kind of snow-related weather away from this city. So, for people to ski or snowboard or anything like that, they kind of have to make a, a trip out of the city, a pretty significant trip to find it. So. That's the long answer to your question. The short answer is not really. All right, that's kind of sad because here in Beijing, a lot of us who are into it have the chance to go to the campus of Peking University, and they don't need necessarily need to pay anything.、Uh, skating is free, but you do sometimes need to pay to rent a pair of skating shoes or boots, and then you get all you can do is to enjoy the bright skies and、uh, the winter weather. Exposed to the elements and also the fun of skating above the Weiming Lake in Peking University, but then again, this is not common even for universities across this country. That's true. Actually, many Chinese universities have just announced their plans to further advance campus openness to better meet the demands for public campus visits.、Uh, this includes institutions such as Renmin University of China, Beijing Institute of Technology, Beijing Sport University, Zhongnan University of Economics and Law, Taiyuan University of Technology, and Chengdu University of Technology. Because in previous years, we've seen that many universities, for the sake of better manage. The university in making sure the safety of students as well as the COVID influence. We see that many universities have closed their campus to public, and recently they are trying to reopen it. And when it comes to the situation for this winter holiday, actually, if you are not a very sporty person, if you do not want to skate, actually another choice is presented to you, and that is Tsinghua University. The university has simplified the campus entry process. 
process、uh, expanded the scale of campus openness, added weekday campus opening days, and created a cultural journey for educational tours in order to promote campus openness in the just past winter holidays and winter vacations for students. And they have even provided the public with a better service experience before and after entering the campus. The public would be able to download apps to see the campus map. They'll be able to find service centers and volunteers on the map, and also the student union. A volunteering center has also organized the volunteers to, you know, brief activities and plan for high-quality tour routes for visitors. So basically, they are trying really hard to make sure whoever's visiting the campus would get a really good experience,、uh, good performances to enjoy, theater resources are shared, and different off-campus audiences can watch the performances and participate in all these art open classes. So、mm-hmm. a lot of different activities. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we are talking about universities opening their campuses to the general public is because in the wake of COVID, many schools、uh, closed their campus、mm-hmm. to outside visitors for the sake of、uh, protecting staff and faculty members and students who live on campus. So、uh, that seems to be gone after、uh, we are free with the COVID. And again, as, as such, we are talking about whether we should、uh, open the campuses to the general public. And this obviously varies in degree from school to school and from country to country. And、uh, Steve, where you are, are schools and universities open to the general public in South Korea and in Canada? In fact, I went to a university in Halifax, Nova Scotia,、um, called St. Mary's University, and we had the campus open at all. Times we had a gym facility that the public could get a membership to. They could also make use of the cafeteria, but I mean, why would you? So we didn't see many people off the street in the cafeteria.、Um, but you would see people kind of coming to the facilities to have a picnic on the grounds.、Um, we had a football field that was in the middle of the university. That was open to the public as well. There were certain areas, however, that were closed off. For example, the public couldn't use the library. If you wanted to go to the university library, you had to go in with a key card, and there were security guards there to make sure that you were a,、um, a current member of the university、mm. or a current current student at the at the university. So some places you had access to, but some places you didn't have access to. What about the case in South Korea? Did you have a chance to visit one of the campuses? Well, I used to teach at a couple of universities、um, here in Korea,、um, and the campuses that I worked at were open to the public. But that was many years ago that I taught at universities here.、Um, I have a couple of friends who are currently teaching at university here in Korea. One of my friends,、uh, his name is Dr. Dane Leatham. And he's working at a university, Songgyungwan University in Seoul,、uh, a popular tourist destination. Even, <laughs> and by the sounds of his comments, he and the other students and the other faculty, though it can be busy at times, they kind of welcome it, and I think that they're kind of proud of the fact that so many people want to visit the university all the time. He said it's a year-round, a, a year-round thing. 
Mm -hmm. We had something similar to the university you just mentioned earlier, and I think in Hubei Province's、uh, Wuhan University, every spring when the sakura blossom or the cherry blossom was in full bloom, and the campus will be crowded with visitors, both locally from the same city, but also sometimes from people from different parts of the country. They're rushing in, so it's a scenic spot, and then there. Are That's the famous、uh, Peking University and Tsinghua University,、uh, two of the top universities in the country. Many people treated as a tourist spot. I mean, they'll be showing their kids around, trying to you know inspire kind of some kind of an ambition on the part of the children. And this is the school that you're going to end up to if you work hard enough. <laughs> that、yeah. kind of thing, you know. So we、yes. do have that kind of phenomenon. And、uh, but then again, I think、uh, the general trend of university openness. Is that、uh, we want institutions of higher education to be open to the general public, not only because some of the facilities and the infrastructure can be shared by students, faculties, and the visitors alike, but also because we think that education, also higher education, should be open to everybody. I mean, everybody should have the opportunity to. Expose themselves to quality education as such.、Uh, workshops and seminars and lectures being held on school campuses should be、uh, made available to、uh, those who want to、uh, sign up for them. That has apparently been the, I would say, relatively popular idea or popular agreement among a lot of people. Which is why there has been a research looking into the situation of. Whether or not these universities, especially the very good ones, are opening to public, or the level of openness they hold, and the thing is, for China, there is a concept of the double first-class university plan. It is the country's higher education development theme, aiming at creating a group of elite universities with esteemed disciplines. Currently, there are 147 universities and colleges selected to be part of that program, and the research actually was done about these 147. Seven universities, and according to the statistics, as of January seventeenth, twenty twenty-four, a total of seventy-five double first-class universities have officially announced their openness to the public, accounting for around, actually, a little more than fifty percent of the total. And the thing is,、uh, when it comes to judging to what extent the campus is opening to the public, there are several factors.、Uh, for example, if it's open to the general public or just exclusive to the alumni. Relatives and friends of teachers, as such, whether or not you need to make an appointment and registration if you are to visit the university, whether or not you need to verify your ID card when you're making the appointment, whether or not the open time is limited, or actually you can visit the university at all time, or and also. Is there a limited times that you can visit the campus? And according to the above measurement, among the seventy-five educational institutions which have officially announced their openness, forty-seven of them have a relatively high degree of openness. Mm -hmm. So the degree to which universities are open to the general public might vary from school to school, and COVID nineteen may have been a factor here. But despite the general trend of openness that we have observed, there are also some reverse trends that we can spot. I mean,、uh, I think I think Steve, you and I went to college. 
more than two decades ago. I mean, there was now we are living in a world quite different from when we were attending college, in the sense that uh, because of the prevalence of the social media, we are sort of in an age where everything is connected and anything can be politicized and controversial. The latest example about you know the conflicts in the Gaza Strip, inspiring a lot of controversies. Or U.S. campuses was it a good example? I mean, in light of these changes, I, mean, I think schools and the presidents of universities and colleges have a right to rethink whether or not they should let their schools be open to the campus, or to what extent should schools be open to the public? Well, I think when you want to promote your school, you know, a school has a goal, and the goal is to have a lot of students attend the classes and. And to build a strong alumni, so that they can have a good reputation and a good reputation with students,、um, and a good reputation with professors that can help bring better quality students and better quality professors to the school in the future. And I think opening up your doors to the general public is kind of a.、Um, It's just a win-win. You know, you can talk about the benefits to the community, and the community can come and use the facilities, and that's a wonderful thing. But I think it, it's just great for the university too, because for those young people who would come visit the campuses with their parents, and you can talk about organized event days or simply making use of, you know, a basketball court on a Sunday afternoon or a piece of lovely grass to have a picnic on a on a Tuesday evening or something like that. It just creates a good reputation within the community. And you talk about the use of social media these days. When young people go, they want to take pictures and they put it up, and it's just all of this just snowballs into more and more and more promotion for the university. And、uh, I think for me, it's kind of a no-brainer to open up your doors to the people from the outside. Of course, now there need to be restrictions. For、mm. example, when I was 19 or 20 years old, my family took a trip to Boston、uh, in the United States, and I visited the MIT and Harvard campuses, and.、Uh, That was a really special experience. So, with MIT, what I did was I went into the bookstore just because I wanted to see, you know, what are people at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology like? What are they actually <laughs> studying? Do you know what I mean? Like, why is their brain better than mine?、Um, I opened up those books and they were in English, and I swear they might as well have been in Chinese. I couldn't understand anything I was looking to, at, but I had access to the bookstore. Then when I went over to Harvard, that was even more interesting. So what I did was I walked up. I found the library, you know, the Harvard University Library, this absolutely stunning building from the outside. And I had my backpack on. I had a hoodie on, and I walked up the front steps and I went in the front door. And security kind of immediately was looking at me. So I just kind of turned around and went back out,、um, a little bit dejected, because I realized, oh. I don't think I can go in. I saw a sign that said "No tourists allowed." I sat down on the steps, and a student came up the steps, and he he stopped and he looked at me and he said, "You're a tourist?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "You want to go in, don't you?" I said, "Yeah." I just wanted to see the inside of the Harvard Library. He said, "Okay, look, walk next to me and do not look at the security guards when you go in. <laughs> just just don't look at them. They're gonna they're gonna stare you down, but just don't look." I went in with him. He said, "Okay, enjoy," and then he went off. That's so oh cool. Oh my goodness! You <laughs> have to see the inside of this place. It's absolute. It makes you want to learn somehow. It's magical. But my point is that was closed off to the general public. 
Um, sorry, I know I'm talking too much here, but the final part of that story is I went to the admissions office at Harvard and I asked them, do you think I could take um, a class if I could just attend one class? I'm, a, I'm an English literature major from this university in Nova Scotia. Do you think it would be okay if I were to sit in on a class? They called a professor and said, oh, he's having a class this afternoon if you can make it. Now, it turns out that I couldn't make it with my family's schedule, but I was I still would have been allowed to sit in on a Harvard literature class. So same situation, some parts closed off, some parts very much open to the public. And you've just provided us with a good example to argue against opening school campuses <laughs> uh, because students like the one you've met would uh, help tourists uh, to, <laughs> defy, to defy <laughs> the regulations and rules and, and make, therefore making the security Liming, uh, that was the closest I was ever going to get to the Harvard <laughs> University Library, trust me. So I, whoever that guy was on that day, he really helped me out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I totally get the sentiment because I had my postgraduate study in Hong Kong. For our campus, we don't even have walls. I mean, you cannot even distinguish the inside of the university and the outside of the university. It's just buildings, mm. uh, clusters of buildings. And it's the same situation for other universities in Hong Kong as well, which means I get to visit some campuses, some other campuses of the universities. And during that time, it's definitely pre the COVID period, I would be able to attend classes of other universities, which is very beneficial. But in the meantime, I also see why some universities are having concerns. If you take a look at the student number in 2001, actually, it has just exceeded 1 million for the very first time. And now it has surpassed 11 million students in the same campus, which used to hold only 1 million students. The management burden must be well, unimaginable. And in the meantime, if you think about universities, their major or primary function should be serving the students, serving the teachers for educational and research service. So in that sense, I mean, the students and the teachers should be the direct stakeholders. And you do see some students saying, I do not want so many tourists in my campus during the peak hours or peak season. I do not want tourists getting into my canteen simply because the canteen in Chinese universities are much cheaper and the food are quite good as well. So you got to hear their voices as well. Mm, sure. There are obvious benefits and uh, challenges with regard to the openness of school campuses to the general public. I think most of us would agree that it's probably beneficial both to individuals and to the general public as well to uh, make them stay open. But then the question remains, how do we balance the pros and cons? How do we make all sides happy about the situation that we'd like to see? Well, I think when you're talking about balancing it, you know, to use Harvard University as the example, their library would be a really sensitive place, potentially, you know, millions of dollars worth of damage to the interior, perhaps to stolen books. So that kind of seems like a, an obvious place to close off. Also, so we I couldn't guess. afford to have everybody wanting to study. We've, everybody has <laughs> a chance to access that library. Yeah, 
Exactly. So students don't want student. Nobody wanted me in there. No, nobody's disputing that. <laughs> uh, but you're no, you're absolutely right. Is that, you know, if it's disruptive, I guess what I'm trying to say is mm. if it's disruptive to the faculty or to the students who are paying a lot of money to be there in many instances, then those are the places that should be off limits to the general public. But if it's not disruptive and if it's not causing overcrowding, you know, 11 million people on one campus, that's a bit extreme. Uh, but if it's not causing those types of issues, then I don't see an issue with opening up to the general public. Sure, logistically, you have to perhaps hire some extra staff, maybe some extra security to make sure that things are going smoothly, perhaps some student volunteers to help, you know, to answer people's questions. Maybe you could put them in um, like a little t-shirt or something that said, you know, ask me a question if you need help or something like that to help out with people. But yeah, you're right. Uh, definitely a balance is needed. We can't let everybody go anywhere they want. Otherwise mm. you'd have, you know, me running around the <laughs> professor's offices during their lunch hour at Harvard mm. University. That could be a headache for uh, Harvard University's uh, faculty members. But also I think it's, matters to choose the right kind of universities to be open to the general public. I mean, certain schools, they don't necessarily have a large campus. In that case, if you have a huge influx of people or tourists on the campus, then it presents a bigger problem than if you have much larger campus where tourists can be distributed. And also, it probably makes sense to have a tour route to guide the tourists to, to go around and so they don't mess with the routings of the schools, students and faculty members. All right, that's enough bantering on the part of people who are not immediately relevant to the discussion. Guess what? We did talk to someone, both in South Korea and in China, who work on school campuses. And I think we should hear what they have to say about the discussion. Hello, my name is Dr. Dane Gordon-Leatham and I work in Seoul at Songgyungkwan University. Our campus is in downtown Seoul and I've worked there for seven years now. Uh, it is a beautiful campus and it's one that is open to the public. We get a lot of visitors, both national and international, all throughout the year, all four seasons. On one hand, an advantage of this is that it's great. There's lots of energy. It gives it a certain uh, atmosphere and it's quite nice. There's a bit of a disadvantage that it gets a little bit busy at times. Sometimes there's busloads and busloads of people, but we don't really mind. It's quite a long and stretched out campus. There's plenty of room for all of these visitors, and especially when the seasons change to foliage, it's really, really good. I think all university campuses should be open up to people and visitors and to the public to sort of see and add to it. I guess you just need to think about the exam time and the busy periods, but I think it's a really great idea, and I'm really glad that our campus does it. My name is Casey. I am an English instructor at Dongmyeong University. And as far as I know, uh, the university is open to the public. I, I'm not sure the university's official policy, but it does seem like it's open for people to use the different facilities. And especially there's like track to walk around and basketball courts and things like that. Um, and I think that is an advantage of keeping campuses open to the public for the public because they do have a lot of resources that people could use, like libraries and things that uh, people might not have access to otherwise. Maybe a disadvantage of that might be that you can't control everybody who comes to the campus. That could be problematic, I suppose. But I think uh, the good probably outweighs the bad, and I think probably all university campuses should be open to the public. 
As someone who teaches at a university in Beijing, my answer to the question whether university campuses should be open and accessible to the general public is yes, definitely. I say this for two reasons. The first is that I think many Chinese universities are publicly funded, and therefore they are a organic part of the community and should give back to the community in the ways that are acceptable for them. Uh, whether it's a visitor, a traveler, or a fellow researcher from another university, or just a neighbor living nearby, I think the university should provide the arrangements for them to easily come in. And whether it's just to, to walk through the university for a shortcut, or whether if they just want to have a nice walk, to use the barber shop, the gym, the cafeteria, or whether they just want to attend a seminar, um, in very short notice, and、um, they can go just go in without pre-approval. This could be very helpful. And also, I understand that some universities have concerns, but that is mainly just about to what extent should I be open to the general public. For example, some confidential rooms and libraries with rare books cannot be open to the public very easily. But in general, I believe that people in the university they are actually very keen to engage with people outside of the university.